Hello, this is Shannon Kleibrink, and you are listening to the Future of Curling Masterclasses presented by Curling Canada with support from the World Curling Federation's Development Assistance Program. In this episode, we explore financial stewardship, budgeting, and capital asset management. This masterclass is presented by Kathy Hare. Kathy is a team member at Sport Law, where she contributes her skills in financial and operations design, human resources, and governance. A graduate of the University of Ottawa School of Business, Kathy was the owner of her own financial management business for over 18 years before joining Sport Law in 2014. My name is Kathy Hare. I'm a team member with Sport Law. We're a consulting group that works with national, provincial, and community sport organizations with everything with regards to the business side of sport. This includes legal services, financial management, HR support, governance, strategic planning, and anything else that they may need assistance with. This presentation is going to be about budget management, what it is, why it's important. We'll talk about some common terminology that's used when creating budgets. We're gonna talk a bit about how to create one, how to manage one, and then we'll discuss some capital asset management. So what is budget management? Well, it's an ongoing way to monitor and control the finances of a club. It's a means to minimize costs. It's a way to quickly identify problems and hopefully rectify them before they become big problems. It's also a means to do some checks and balances uh, with regards to authorizing expenditures. So why is it important? Well, it allows for the planned expenditure of funds based on su sufficient revenues. It empowers budget managers who could be staff or volunteers to make decisions that are within their budget area. Multi-year budgets are, can be powerful tools to map out the direction of a club and create a roadmap. And it allows for the ability to plan for future growth and capital costs by creating planned reserves. And we're going to talk more about capital costs later on. So it's important that we have some common terminology when we're talking about budgets. The first one is fixed costs. So as the title says, uh, these remain constant regardless of revenues, projects, or events. Typically, they include things like permanent staff, full-time staff. If you have rent payments or lease payments where you know the amount and the amount doesn't fluctuate month to month. Variable costs are the opposite. So they are usually tied with a project or an event. They're more controllable in that you can choose not to run a, turn, a, a specific tournament or an event. And it can depend on such things as the number of registrations, the number of bond spiels that you host, even the number of meetings that you host if you're making revenues for renting out your meeting facilities. Semi-variable costs. So these are costs that have to be incurred, but there's means that you can mitigate them. So for example, printing in black and white instead of printing in color. Bulk ordering so that you get uh, a larger discount short-term renting versus buying a piece of equipment if you only need it over the short period of time, and hiring temporary or part-time staff as opposed to a full-time staff person. When we talk about revenue, uh, there's a couple of different kinds of revenue. The first is reliable revenue. So this can be counted on from one year to the next. Most times you'll see this, it's through multi-year funding agreements. Um, so if you have a, a grant that runs over several, several years that has a fixed payout, you can uh, accurately project those revenues over the years of the grant. 
Similarly, if you have any interest that you're earning on guaranteed investments, for example, those are known amounts over the course of the years of the investment. The other kind of revenue is transient revenue. It fluctuates depending on the number of events that you may host, how many members you have, the number of sponsorship deals, the size of them, the frequency of them, and any annual fundraising proposals. In most cases, I would expect that curling clubs would have transient revenue as opposed to reliable revenue. Other terminology with regards to budgeting is uh, direct costs. So these are costs that can be directly related to a program or an event. So it could be supplies for a bond spiel. It could be facility rental for a workshop, food for, for those events. And if you're hiring specific event staff only to uh, conduct those events. Indirect direct costs or overhead um, are typically costs that are incurred to operate the business. So this is where you get things like utilities, telephone, uh, rent, as well as management staff are typically called uh, overhead. They don't relate to a specific event, but they are needed in order to support a, an event. All clubs would have a combination of these two types of costs. When it comes to the budget, um, typically we recommend that you have a, a board-approved budget. So this is a budget that has been b developed based on the best information available at the time. It's presented to the board either by a finance committee or if you have uh, staff that are drafting the budget and the board would review it and approve it at the beginning of the year. We recommend that a budget also includes a year-end forecast. As you move through the year, obviously you're gonna get better information as to uh, what expenses you're actually going to be incurring and what level of revenues you expect to have. And so this is where a year-end forecast column is beneficial and would be used to uh, make adjustments as you get this additional information throughout the year as opposed to changing the budget itself that's already been approved. So we're going to talk a little bit about creating that budget. In most instances you would be looking at your historical numbers in order to generate the budget for the upcoming year. In looking at where your membership numbers were in previous years and any projected growth in those numbers, you can build out your membership number. As you plan out your events over the course of the year, you would want to be fairly specific in addressing what the projected revenues are for the entry fees for any specific fundraising around that event, and similarly projecting out the specific costs that would be related to that event that you are looking to host. By doing this on an event-by-event -event basis, you can then start to see, are we actually projecting that these events are going to be making money or not? And if they're not projected to be making money, then perhaps we need to look at the other reasons for why, you should, why this event would be hosted. Typically, the first step in the budgeting process is to reasonably project the revenue for the, for the year. In establishing an expense budget, you need to keep in line the projected level of revenues as well as projecting out your costs expected for the year. Typical costs with a curling club would include such things as uh, depreciation or amortization of building, furniture, equipment, curling rocks. Insurance would be a major one. Um, any membership fees that you would need to pay to uh, either BC Curling or Curling Canada. Property taxes and utilities are usually significant portions of a budget, 
as well as the entire ice plant itself. In most cases, organizations will expect at least a break-even budget. What this means is that revenues equal the expenses with no projected surplus or deficit. In some instances, a club may wish to project a surplus budget, and this surplus could be contributing towards the replacement of the capital assets down the road in an intentional manner. In some instances, clubs may create a deficit budget, which means they are intentionally expecting to lose money in a, in a specific year. This could be due to the fact that they know that there's a, spe a specific significant expense that's going to come in in the fiscal year, and they may have planned to use some of, some of their reserves to cover those costs. I would suggest that projecting a deficit budget on a regular basis is a rather slippery slope and can get a club into significant financial difficulties going forward. In the development of the budget, it's important to determine uh, how much the board is intentionally looking to set aside on an annual basis in order to contribute towards the capital cost budget. Typically, this is something that uh, can either be done through intentional fundraising. In order to easily be able to manage a budget, one of the most effective ways is to have a series of columns within your financial, your financial statements. The first one being the current year to date. So what are the numbers that are actually being generated and expensed as of the date of the financial statement? The second column then would be the approved budget. So what you presented to the board uh, with a comparative percentage of budget column immediately thereafter. As I mentioned, the forecast column would then be the next column, which would is where you would make any adjustments to your expected uh, budget numbers as you move through the course of the year. A fourth column could then be the difference between the forecast column and your budget. And what this will then enable a reader to do is to quickly identify where there's been changes in the budget and why those changes were made. The last item that's very beneficial then is to have a notes column where you would indicate beside each area that's made that where changes have been made what those changes are, are in relation to. For example, the board decided that they were not going to hold a, uh, an event and the forecast column would then be changed to indicate the impact of that decision. Similarly, as you, as you make these changes, you will uh, quickly see what that impact is on the projected uh, bottom line of your budget, whether a surplus or a deficit. So there are some things that you should consider when you're developing your budget. The first one, obviously, is setting uh, the membership fees. Typically, we would want to be seeing uh, some form of increase in membership fees to cover inflation, as well as overall costs of doing business. Being able to lay out specifically the value for the service or the value for membership uh, can be a driver in setting the membership fees. In addition, wanting to look at something such as base rate plus usage fees. So those curlers that curl on a daily basis are perhaps paying a higher fee than those curlers who are only curling on a weekly basis. The more detailed the budget, the better. Breaking out membership fees by category so that you can track any growth in the different categories of your membership fees. Tracking revenues, event revenues and costs by event so that you can actually see are, are each of these events making money. And if they're not making money, perhaps it's something to consider in the next year whether or not you run the event. 
and reviewing the markup on food and beverages, for example. Is it sufficient to cover the costs of actually running the bar in the kitchen and ensuring that you're um, at least breaking even, ideally making some money? And then, as I mentioned, planning for the future. So budgeting for a surplus to support uh, capital cost expenses. I'm gonna talk a bit about capital asset management now. Capital assets are such things as curling rocks, the roof of your curling club, your parking lot, uh, your, the ice plant, which is always a significant one, any kitchen furniture and equipment that you may have, and any other uh, furniture that you, you may have in your club. Typically, these are depreciated over time as opposed to expensed in the year that they are incurred. The length of depreciation for each of these is often different, and it can be anywhere from 40 years for the building, for example, to five years for your furniture and equipment. Typically, you would have a spreadsheet or a schedule attached to your financial statements that shows the breakdown of each of these assets, showing their original purchase price, the amount of depreciation, and how much life is left on them. As they start to move towards the end of their life, there should be an opportunity to plan out where the funds will come to replace these items. So a capital budget is often separate for an operating budget. Um, but it would be linked through any projected surplus. This should be reviewed annually because things will change, equipment will break, you may purchase new equipment, and it's important to be able to ensure that you have enough reserves to replace those major items as they come due. Typically this budget would be over a five to 10 year span as opposed to the annual operating budget, which is done on a yearly basis. In this budget, it would be important to identify the sources of the funding. So. Are you going to implement membership levies? Are you looking for infrastructure grants? Could there be loans? Could there be mortgages? As you chart this out through the years, you'll be able to quite quickly see at which point is there gonna be some pressure in that you have major assets that are needing to be repaired or replaced, and you may not have had the resources accumulated in order to cover those. It's important to project out over a course of the number of years where the revenues will be coming from in order to ensure that you are able to meet the commitments that will arise when your capital asset needs to be repaired or replaced. It will also show pressure points where a major asset may need to be repaired or, or replaced and there's not dedicated sufficient dedicated funds in order to cover that cost. Obviously talking about these things without you being able to see a budget and income statement in front of you creates some challenges. So I'd be happy to chat with you further if you had any questions or you needed some support in the development of your budgets and your capital asset financials. You can reach me at sportlaw.ca. My contact information is all on our website. Thank you very much.